Hey everybody, this is Fernando from the Rollback Podcast, and you know what day it is? It is Wednesday, because, I mean, what else day am I doing podcasts on? Because, uh, let's be honest, the Wednesday podcasts are way better than the Saturdays, <laughs> am I right? Yes. Okay, so today I decided to do my own rewind retrospective. That's a good word. Retrospective on the movie Black Widow, the 2021 first, well, second Phase 4 Marvel film. The fucking culmination of God knows how many years. I want to say, what, 10 years? Yeah, 10 years, I think. Because Scarlett Johansson first appeared in Iron Man 2 as Natasha Romanoff. And I want to say Iron Man 2 came out in 2010, if I am correct. And I am correct. I knew it. Then I just Google it. Uh, but yes, this is a culmination of 10 years of hard work after she has been murdered. Well, not murdered, but she sacrifices herself in Endgame. And so they finally gave her her own movie. Oh, the irony. Granted, it is probably one of the better Marvel films. Um, Let's be honest. I saw this movie after work, and I may have fallen asleep in the theater. And I may have not gone back to watch it until now. But from what I had seen, I did like and enjoy. Didn't say I hated it. I actually very much enjoyed it. And rewatching it right now, because I purchased it on my um, 4K... It's fucking amazing. It's a stunning movie. Uh, I love the cast. Um, I mean, just to read off the names of the cast, Scarlett Johansson as Natasha Romanoff, Florence... I think it's Florence P. Florence P. Alright, let's go with P. Uh, Florence P. as Yelena Belova. The illegitimate, or not even illegitimate, the little sister in quotation of Natasha, uh, Rachel Weiss as Melina Vostokov, uh, the mom in quotations, uh, and David Harbour as the Red Guardian, um, well, first and foremost, great cast, love the cast in this movie, uh, we finally get to see, um, the beginning of, uh, Black Widow's origin, Uh, Being a part of this spy family in the United States in the 90s, being forced to flee after a mission gone wrong, and then getting sent back into the Red Room, uh, where I want to assume she was already there because she knew wholeheartedly what was going to happen to Yelena if they went back. So I want to say she knew that. Uh, I I think it's safe to say that she knew. But... Yes, um, we get to see a little bit of the backstory, we get to see a little bit of the backstory of Budapest, not Pest, Pest, um, because they do mention it in Avengers. They also do mention what happened, uh, one of the things that Natasha constantly thinks about from her past is the daughter of the Red Room director, who she thought she had killed when she was killing him so that she could defect to S.H.I.E.L.D., and she did this with Hawkeye. Um, 
so yeah, we get to see a little bit of the backstory. This movie takes place between Avengers Infinity War and Civil War. So this is the in-between of what happened after everything went to shit in Civil War. Um, let's be honest. Uh, this movie was long overdue. I feel like this movie would have been better suited as the in-between movie between Infinity War and Endgame. Um, as opposed to Captain Marvel. I think Captain Marvel should have came before Infinity War. So that we can actually know who the character is. And she isn't just kind of dumped on us. Uh, at the coup de grace. The last movie. Um, but you know what? That's Hindsight's always 2020. Um, and I don't want to put these movies against each other. Because they're both different movies. The beauty about these superhero movies is that. While yes their genre is a superhero movie. They also encompass the subgenres like this movie is more of a spy movie and uh if there's anything that we learned from falcon and the winter soldier that came out before this movie uh is that the reverse snap from endgame really turned the world into disarray and i feel like this is good in a sense because it's going to lead to these smaller stories like how Falcon and the Winter Soldier was. How I'm assuming Hawkeye is going to be. Um, while, yes, there is the bigger picture uh, that we saw that with Shang-Chi. Um, there's also these smaller, more personal stories. And I assume what we're going to see in Hawkeye is going to be uh, what happens at the end of this movie. The end credit scene. Spoiler alert. Natasha dies. <laughs> Uh, the sister goes and visits her grave, and we see Julia Louis-Dreyfus, uh, who play, who plays uh, Valentina uh, Countess, and she's setting up to be the new baddie of the MCU, at least for Earth, because once everyone got sapped back, the world went into further disarray, as we saw in Falcon and the Winter Soldier, as we saw a little bit in uh, Spider-Man uh, Far From Home. Uh, but now we see it at a whole new level uh, in Falcon and the Winter Soldier. And you could tell that the world is more broken than ever now. Even though all these people are back. Um, I'm curious to see as to where they're going to go with the MCU. Especially setting up this obviously this grander scale uh, movie but they're also having to juggle these smaller scale uh movies as, or not movies but shows slash movies as well uh which i really look forward to uh, i saw the hawkeye trailer i thought that was a really great trailer um and i can't wait to see uh jeremy renner and Haley steinfeld in that movie but i also am curious as to if florence Pugh is gonna reprise her role as Yelena in Hawkeye. In the comics, Yelena becomes the next Black Widow. Um, so I can only assume that's what's going to happen next. But uh, this movie, let's get back to this movie. We find out that uh, Natasha has these very, uh, she's very guarded with her past. And it's funny because she opened up more to the Avengers, not so much about her past, but just as a person. 
And in this one, when she's re reunited with the people from her past, like uh, Red Guardian and her mom, Melina, uh, she's very guarded because these are the people that betrayed her. And rightfully so. I mean, these people hurt her and she doesn't know how to uh, approach them. She approaches them strictly business. Um, you can tell that the one that really took it the hardest was Yelena. She was the youngest when it happened, when everything went to shit. And then she was, you could tell, like, she really so desperately tried to hold on to her innocence in that childhood. Regardless, she was, um, put under mind control and forced to kill uh, along with her Black Widow sisters. Um, but you could tell that deep down she was really holding on to that little shred of innocence that she had left. And I'm assuming Natasha did the same as well. Um, what I think about this movie. Man, Scarlett Johansson's a really fucking good actress. She really is. I remember the first time I saw her in a movie. It was a perfect score. It was made by the producers of, uh, I believe, Breakfast Club. It stars her, Chris Evans, and they are trying to steal the SAT uh, answers. Um, Love the movie. Still love it today. I might do that for a rewind, actually. Uh, Who knows? But, yeah, love that movie. Uh, We get a pre-Fantastic uh, Four Chris Evans, post another teen movie, Chris Evans. Um, but yeah, that might be a rewind for the future. Who knows? Uh, but yes, we... I'm trying to remember where I left off. Uh, but yes, uh, Scarlett Johansson, great actress. She really does great in this movie. I think also because we've seen her in multiple movies, so we have a better relationship with her. I think that's where she succeeded and Captain Marvel kind of faltered because we had a better relationship with Scarlett Johansson and Black Widow as a character that we feel probably probably feel more invested in this movie uh, as opposed to Captain Marvel because uh, I know one of the biggest gripes was that uh, Captain Marvel was really overpowered in Endgame, and et cetera, et cetera. Um, which, uh, fair, fair points, because, I mean, that's always been the biggest gripe of uh, Superman, for example. He's super overpowered, how the fuck are you supposed to kill him, uh, et cetera, et cetera. But, yes, um, I really enjoyed this movie. Rewatching it right now, I was like, holy shit, like, this movie just really just goes beat for beat, and... Sorry, in my head I was starting to think of a scene from uh, Saved by the Bell. Uh, but it really hits every beat really well. Um, I love the chemistry between uh, Florence Pugh and um, Scarlett Johansson. They have a really great rapport with each other. You, They play sisters very well. Um, David Harbour, great actor. Uh, he's always been a great actor. He was always kept in the shadows for the most part until Stranger Things. He was always pretty much like the the henchman or the head henchman, shit like that. And then he really showed his acting chops in uh, Stranger Things. And then we got to see him play in another super movie, superhero movie in Hellboy, which was not well received. Uh, but I thought he did great in it. I thought if anyone was to be Hellboy, 
he's a fucking great choice. But, you know, what happens, uh, just bullshit with, uh, executives and shit like that. Unfortunately, that, that was the case. Uh, but him, he gets to play Red Guardian in this movie. Uh, doesn't really have a huge role. He's, he was kind of used more like a propaganda tool. Like how Captain America was, except it seems as though Captain America broke out of that role and became something. And I don't think Red Guardian did that. I think they straight out the gate put him as a spy and then that was pretty much it. But he, you could tell that the super serum worked. The super soldier serum kind of worked in that he's super strong, super agile. He has a lot of superhero traits. Uh, but the difference between him and like Captain America, for example, is Captain America, um, for example, his metabolism moves so fast that he's not able to get overweight. He's not able to get drunk or anything like that. And you could tell that that's not the case with Red Guardian. Um, but beside the point, uh, I really love David Harbour in this movie. He's hilarious. He's great when he has to be great. Um, I, I want to, I want to hope that we get to see more of him in the future. Um, whether he makes a cameo or something like that, or just reprises his role full heartedly. I really hope that we do. Uh, Rachel Wise as Melina, the scientist, uh, the mom. Great. I thought she did fine. Uh, I thought the family dynamic that they had with the four of them was really good. Uh, it really just resembles a dysfunctional family. Um, and I thought they all did really well in doing that. Uh, now, about the movie. Um, what I... What I like about this movie is that Black Widow finally gets her own movie. Uh, I always thought she could have easily had her own movie. Um, I always wanted them to do a Black Widow Hawkeye movie. I thought that would have been sick. Because, I mean, they always had great chemistry with each other. Especially dating back to Avengers 1. So, that was always my hope. But, I mean, you know what? A Black Widow movie for herself. I love it at um, it makes me more excited for Hawkeye because I hope that they do more of these espionage type deals like they did in Falcon the Winter Soldier, like they did with, uh, or I assume that they're going to do with Hawkeye. I just want them to, it's good to balance out the big problems, like the grander scale shit, like with it, like how with Shang-Chi or Spider-Man Far From Home, or the new one, Spider-Man No Way Home, and then the smaller, minuscule stuff with these characters that we already know, and adding in character, newer characters, like U.S. Agent, uh, Valentina uh, DeCoste, or whatever the fuck, and adding in Yelena, adding in uh, Red Guardian, Melina. I want them to keep doing this i feel like it's a really good uh chemistry i want to say it's a really good formula um what marvel has shown so far is that these mini shows these mini series are fucking hitting really well and i really think that this is a good way to go about a fourth phase because i mean we've already been through three phases and we all pretty much knew the formula it's pretty much like 
four to five movies, uh, Avengers movie, four to five movies, maybe six, Avengers movie, then again in phase three, Avengers, uh, two movies, and then Endgame. Um, so they really have to try and reinvent the wheel, uh, especially when it comes to superhero movies, because you don't want to create fatigue. Um, right now we're on a very high peak of superhero movies. Like right now we're at the fucking tippy top of the wave and they want to keep this wave going as much as they can. They don't want it to falter. They don't want to lose any momentum. And I think right now super home movies are trying to combat that crash. Uh, we saw it with, uh, DC, for example, DC's trying to, uh, reinvent themselves uh, granted, they kind of stumbled. One Wonder Woman eighty four. Let's try to rewatch it. Man, does that movie fucking blow? <sighs> I'm sorry, that movie is just. I have no idea what they were doing in that movie. Uh, but aside from that fact, Aquaman, great. Shazam, great. Uh, Zack Snyder's Justice League. Unfortunately, like it's apparently it's not a, it's not uh canon. So that sucks. But it's a great movie. It's very raw footage of what Zack Snyder wanted to do. Uh, I respect what he wanted to do. I think if they would have gone that direction, it would have been a very good, smart direction to go. But unfortunately, they fucked it up really bad. Um, the new Suicide Squad with James Gunn. Really funny. Really good. I loved it. They are also trying to reinvent themselves. And that's where, uh, and then Marvel as well. Marvel's just really trying to keep the interest going. I think with the addition of um, Disney Plus as a tool is a very smart idea. Uh, I really hope that they start utilizing Hulu uh, because they are going to start getting the rights back to their Netflix shows, uh, like Daredevil, Luke Cage, Iron Fist, Jessica Jones, The Defenders, Punisher, so I really hope we see them come back in the future as well, and we just finally get a dream team-up movie, but aside from the fact, coming back to this movie, sorry, I like to go off on tangents, um, this movie was really well done, I could see where my colleagues, Eddie and Gamma, came from where they said that this movie deserves to be in the top 10. Um, would I change my top 10? I don't think so, but I would highly put this definitely 11. I would definitely make this my 11 slot. Um, this movie, really well done. I think this movie was long overdue, especially for Scarlett Johansson, who was a fucking rock star in the MCU. I am glad to, that she finally got to see this movie come out. Unfortunately, we had to wait a year for it to come out because it was supposed to come out last year. But I thought it was great. I thought it was well worth the wait, well worth paying for the 4K version um, on opening day. I highly suggest this movie to comic book fans, people who love espionage movies, anyone that loves a good, just a fucking good movie. I mean, the fact that this movie showed murders and, you know, killings, and it's a Marvel movie made by Disney, 
I mean, they really I tipped the hat off to Disney for being loyal to the character and being loyal to the source material. But yeah, hats off to them. I think this movie was long overdue. I give it definitely four out of five stars. It's not perfect by any means, but it's fucking damn near perfect. It's definitely, definitely a rewatchable movie. And that is my grade for it. You did it, ladies and gentlemen. You have made it to the end of the podcast. Thank you for listening to us here at the Rollback. I am Fernando. This was your Wednesday Rewind. Please look out for new podcasts every Wednesdays and Saturdays. Sometimes it may vary because, you know, Eddie's an idiot. But who am I to say? (laughs) I just want to say... Check us out at therollback.net. Check us out wherever you can listen to podcasts, YouTube, Google Play, Pandora, anywhere. Uh, Apple Music, everywhere. That is where you can listen to us. Bitch about movies, which we probably shouldn't be bitching about. But, yes, this is the end of the podcast. Enjoy our long catalog of podcasts. So, This is Fernando. This was your Wednesday Rewind. Let's cut it.